0: hi lovelies i hope you're all having an amazing start to your week i wanted to jump on here and do a little quick intro over this um episode's podcast This was a live stream that I did inside of our ladies love lounge private membership group. This is for my graduates and for those who are going through the course materials of the relationship energetics course. And I was just pulling out some really, really solid nuggets of wisdom about talking about how we can actually use the pain from our past relationships to transmute what it is that we want and move it into pleasure and actually create, pleasure from the pain. So it's a super juicy episode. I'm super excited to be sharing it with you. And I also just wanted to give another little, um, reminder that this week only I am doing an amazing, um, amazing invitation into my relationship energetics course. I'm doing an early bird kind of pricing, um, to just encourage as many of you as are interested to jump right into this course materials. Um, you can go, I have a link down below in the show notes for you to go and just check it out, see if this is something you're interested in. And I'm actually throwing in a free month of coaching and support inside of the ladies love lounge for those of you who want to be a part of this. So if you've been curious about being a part of my world, getting support from me in like a really hand holding kind of way, um, but maybe haven't been ready to dive right into the full attraction Academy. This course is going to be the perfect fit for you. And you'll still be able to be a part of our amazing community inside the the love lounge and be able to really learn from all of the women that are also going through very similar things just as you are as well. So anyways, I'm going to leave it at that. The links in the show notes and let's dive into the episode. just love seeing the progression. I really, really love seeing the progression of how being in this group makes shifts over the long term, Right. And I think that's one of the really most powerful things about being able to hold space for a group like this is that even though maybe you're, you know, either whether you're new on the coaching journey or you've been in this group for a while, like it really is that consistency, right? It's the consistency of showing up, for yourself, continuing to be intentional about how you're putting out your energy when you're navigating relationships and dating, and then really being able to connect into yourself and reflect on your progress as you're going along. And that's why I always have these weekly wins and you know these opportunities to ask questions because I think it's really, really important to just ask yourself, what am I thinking about this week? Right? How do I wanna be intentional this week? What am I celebrating this week? right? All of these things are so, so, so important. Um, So I want to celebrate something that Sophia shared. She's saying, I'm celebrating the win that I can have a healthy relationship with my ex and friendship with my ex. Who's been letting me stay with him while I recover from COVID. I'm seeing how far I've come from when we were last together with the ease in which I'm able to express my feelings and communicate my boundaries Yes, 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 Sophia, this is such a beautiful reflection of all the beautiful work you've been doing and all of this engagement that you've been putting into this group. It really shows and it's really making a huge impact in how you're seeing yourself now in this whole new experience with this man. Um, I notice how the energetic healings have helped tremendously to speed along my physical healing. What a beautiful, beautiful reflection, Sophia. And I think that this is a, a really, really great thing to recognize. And it's not just physical pain with a tattoo, but just leaning into the emotional pain, right? There are so many people that are so afraid to look at their their weaknesses, right? Or look at their pain or look at the traumas that they've experienced in the past. And yet those are the secret doors. Those are the doors that hold the keys to unlock all the joy, all of the freedom, all of the potential, all the radiance. And it's when we choose to not let that fear overcome us that we actually make space for us to actually move through it and transcend it. And that's really what this is, right? Transcending pain and knowing that pain is temporary, even if it is extremely, extremely difficult. And I am not discounting how painful trauma and experience can be. But when we choose to see it for what it is as a temporary feeling that we can give a lot of power to and it can make it create it to be a very long feeling or we can say, you know what? I'm gonna honor this feeling. I'm gonna move through this feeling and I'm gonna get to the other side. And that's when we take back our power and that's when we get our freedom back as well. So um, I know I'm embellishing a lot on your posts but I just think it's a really, really beautiful like point to anchor in on and, and such a, an encouragement to every single one of you to continue to show up for yourself, to continue to do this work on yourself, to continue to lean into all those little scary moments within yourself that may be feeling a little bit uncomfortable just so that you can make sure that you're really honoring and respecting this process, right? And knowing that there is so much good and so much light and so much exuberance on the other side of it. Right. And I think that that goes into something that I actually wanted to talk about today um, and reflect on a little bit for myself, because, I mean, I have been a student of personal development work for, gosh, 15, 20 years. And so this is not new for me at all. And I'm at a point right now where life is so beautiful. Life is so beautiful. And I say this not as a place of bragging from the ego, but from a truly place of the heart I'm just so open and so radiant and so grateful. And I'm coming up into these last few weeks before my wedding. And I'm just like, it's almost so much goodness that it, it can be hard to process. And I, I have to also remind myself that it gets to be this good. And i want to remind every single one of you that it does like life is meant to be good life is meant to be joyous and playful and fun and relaxing and and all of the good things right and abraham hicks has a really really great great quote around this she says that you know it's almost like life is meant to be you floating on a, on a water with, with a cork, as a cork, right? You are a cork in the ocean, floating, and life is meant to be you bobbing along in the ocean. Well, I'm going to kill this analogy, but that's okay. And it's just the fact that sometimes there are moments where we have trauma or we've had lots of things from our past that have just almost pushed down that that cork and submerged that cork below the water. And that's where it can feel like life just feels hard and heavy and suffocating and just never catching a break, right? It's like you can't breathe because you've been submerged. But that is not the, the modus operandi of how we're supposed to be living life. We are meant to be living life bobbing on the surface, like a floating little cork in the ocean, right? And so in these moments when we're leaning into those pain and we're leaning into those fears and we're leaning into all those things that make us uncomfortable, these are the the actions that are helping us to start to clear away all those resistance layers that are keeping our cork submerged so that we can naturally bob back up to the surface, right? And when you are bobbing at the surface, it's just relaxing and easy and amazing and I have to remind myself, too, that it's okay to feel happy, right? It's okay to give myself permission to love life and to appreciate life and to be exuberantly joyful in the experience of life. And I think that sometimes, you know, there's so much conditioning that supports us in the misery, right? And I'm here to say, no, I don't want to support the misery. I want to support the amazing, amazing moments of life, right? And I'm just, I'm very grateful. So that was just a little little riff I wanted to go on. And I also want to answer a question coming in from Robin today, um, as she is kind of getting back out there, getting back on the saddle of dating. And I just think it's so fun, right? It's so fun when we get to use all of these dating experiences as opportunities to learn about ourselves. And that's really what this is more than anything, is that dating is an opportunity to really get to know yourself in these different men's presences, right? This is no longer about you trying to fit yourself and mold yourself into what you think a man wants. This is about you starting to come back home to you. You starting to release all the layers, keeping you from being your most expressed authentic self right and then deciding where am I going what is the vision that I have that I want to be moving toward and what kind of man wants to fit into my vision of where I'm heading right and case in point number one is my beautiful sweetheart fiance Spencer and and this whole wedding I know this wedding stuff's coming up a lot because it's top of mind for me right now but Spencer was never the type of man that wanted to get married he didn't And he is extremely stubborn and he is very much um, kind of, it's my way or the highway for a lot of topics and a lot of things. And usually I don't have many big big feelings or strong preferences. And so I kind of just allow that to be the harmony of like, okay, yeah, we'll just kind of go along with whatever he wants. But for this, this was extremely, extremely important to me. I really, really felt like getting married is a rite of passage getting married is, is a ceremony, right? It's a ceremony, it's a celebration, it's a bringing together families. Oh, good, Romy's on. Um, and I just felt like this was something that, hi, Romy. <laughs> I'm gonna hold on one second and interact with her. Hi, Romy. Hi. Hi. Can you hear me? I can. I'm just going to mute you for one second because I'm just doing a little riffing right now while I oh, was waiting yeah. for the ladies to jump on. So i will my- mute you as I finish up this <laughs> and then we'll, we'll go over to you. Oh, not mute me, mute you. There we go. Um, but so this was one thing that was really, really important for me. Like I, I had told him my pretty much the entire time I was meeting. I really want to get married. That is something that is really important to me. And he was always scoffing at it. I don't want to get married. I don't believe in marriage. I don't, I don't want anything to do with this whole traditional thing. And now he's at the point of of really stepping up into a place in himself where he is willing to put his own beliefs aside about marriage and do this to fit into the vision of what I know I wanted. And I think that this is just such a beautiful, beautiful representation of what it is that I'm talking about here, where we are no longer fitting ourselves into the visions of what we think men want or dimming ourselves to become something that we think a man will like but really staying true and honoring our own selves and what we know we deserve and what we know would really, really make us happy. Because at the end of the day, men want to make us happy. That is their, like, one of their biggest things in life is wanting to be a provider and wanting to make their woman happy. It gives them so much fulfillment and so much joy. And if I had taken that early on when he was saying, I I don't know if I want this. I don't know if this is for me. And I had just gone along with it and let it be okay. I would always in the back of my mind be hating myself a little bit and be resentful toward him a little bit and be upset that I missed out on this extremely important moment for me as a woman in my life and as a rite of passage for our relationship. And I think about it now as it's all coming close and I'm just really recognizing that this is what it takes right it takes the courage and the strength to believe in yourself and believe and know that i get to have it all i get to freaking have it all right and if they don't want that and they can't get on board with my vision then we've got to either work it out and compromise or he's not the right man for me right and i'm this goes into all everyone everyone now right if a man is coming to you and saying I can't give you what you want. I know. I see what your vision is. You have a really clear vision and that's the important thing. You have to have a really clear vision about what it is that you want. And that's usually the hardest thing is not knowing what we want, right? But if you know, and have a clear vision for all the things, not just getting married, all the things about what it is that you want in an ideal partnership and an ideal relationship, and you communicate, communicate that clearly to this man, then it's really no longer any sort of pressure about, oh God, what do I do? do I, How do I make him like me? It's about just radiating out that energy and figuring out what kind of man is gonna match, like a puzzle piece that's gonna fit that vision to be alongside of me for the long journey. And sometimes it may not be the first guy that you meet or the guy that is the cutest or the guy that you know you guys have the best, best sexual connection. Sometimes it's, it's somebody that is just really an anchored life partner partner material, right? And it it all starts with coming back to that vision within yourself.